Respect Taryag Day 71 Mitzvah Taf Lamed Vav And that is La'abed Avedazaro Meshemshel To destroy Avedazaro Or anything used in its service It applies to the Image or statue Which is worshipped itself but The house where it's in Anything brought as a, as a sacrifice to it and This is repeated many times in the Torah The Pasuk says Abed Ta'abdun Iskara Makaymais Destroy all the places where the Goyim worshipped. And it says, The altars must be smashed. And it says, again, Another time in the Torah. And uh, any way we can smash, burn, destroy, and we have to do that. There's free lands. It says, It's referring to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, specifically, in Eretz Yisrael, is a mitzvah to destroy any form of Avedazara. This mitzvah applies both to men and to ladies, anytime and any place. Wherever we are able to destroy a Vajrazara, we are able must and we have the power to do that if we are Mukhuyev too. But the din to run after it, to destroy it only applies in Eretz Israel, and in a time when we as Tai Israel are in control of Eretz Israel. Someone who doesn't fulfill this mitzvah has been mavatal this mitzvah sasai. And the converse mitzvah tafilamidzain, and that is Shalila Abid Varim Shinikra Shmois Brachalaim. Not to destroy things which Hashem's name is connected to or which are used for Hashem. The Pasuk says, Don't do what I command you to do to avoid desire regarding Hashem. And therefore, the Beis HaMikdash, which is the place of Hashem's worship, or Sifrei Kodesh, or, or Sifrei Torah, where Kodesh Baruch Hu's name is written, the person has to be careful not that they shouldn't get destroyed. And therefore the Gemara says if a person even takes something belonging to Hathash and destroys it, he's over on this lab. Same thing, a person who raises the name of Hashem, Chas is also over on this lab. And the reason for the mitzvah is Pashat. The way Kaishal approach HaKadosh Baruch or anything connected to HaKadosh Baruch is through fear, is through trepidation. And uh, therefore one has to make sure not to do anything which would do any damage, so to speak, to anything which Hashem's name is connected to. Hashem's name applies to the seven names which the Gemara calls Shemus, which are Kodesh. They're Yudke Vavke, which is called the Shem Mepharish. His name of Hashem is the Odin, the Master. Kel, Veleika, Elikim, Shaka, and Tzfakos. When there's a preposition which comes in the Pasuk before Hashem's name, for example, to Hashem, it says La Hashem, or May Hashem, so then the preposition is not Kodesh, but what follows Hashem's name is a suffix. For example, it says Aleikei Chem, Aleikei Nu, or something like that, would be Kodesh, and therefore wouldn't be able to be erased. If Hashem's name hasn't been written yet, just two letters, for example, the Shin Dalet of Shakai, or the Tzadi Beis of Tzvakos, then it doesn't yet have Kodesh. But if a person writes a Yud Kei of Havaya, so that's already a shame in its own right, and therefore it has Kedusha. Titles which Hashem has given, such as the one who is compassionate, the one who is Rachum, the one who is great, the one who is Gibor, Godel, Venoira. So they don't have Kedusha as Hashem's name. But there's another din as well, and there is anything which is part of Kisvei Kodesh, written in the Torah, also can't be erased for no reason. And therefore one would be allowed to erase a letter to correct it if it wasn't part of Hashem's name. But to raise it for no reason would be awesome. The Kedusha of 
Hashem's name, which is written, only applies when it was written by a Jew with intention to be Hashem's name. But if it was written by an apostate or a non-Jew, so then we can burn it. And only that, a Torah written by a min, an apostate, has to be burnt. It doesn't have Kedusha on the contrary. We don't want to leave any Zecher for what they do. However, if a girl would write to save a Torah, we wouldn't burn it, but we would go in as it, we would bury it. The same word in the Torah can sometimes be used in the context of Hashem, in which case it's Kodesh, or in the context of something else, in which case it's not Kodesh. So, for example, when it talks about Elohim Achirim, either God, and obviously the name doesn't have Kedusha, but when it's talking about Elohim being the God Hashem, then it does have Kedusha. This mitzvah applies any time in place, both to men and to ladies. If a person is over in this, and he raises Hashem's name, or even part of Hashem's name, for one of the names which are Kodesh, is Chayiv Malkus. But if he would raise a different letter, even though he's not Chayiv Malkus, Rabbanon would still give him Makkus Merdus, for the affront to Kodesh of the Shem Hashem. Same thing if a person would break any part of the base of Mikdash, he would also be Chayiv Malkus as breaking something which is Shaykh to Hashem. And as an extension, which is brought in Shulchan Aruch, to break any part of a shul or something like that would also be included in this rabbinically in this category of not breaking things which belong to Hashem. Mitzvah Taf Lamitches, that is the mitzvah that a person who was neither who committed himself or swore to bring a carbon must bring it on the first Yom Tov following the Amnadah he made. The Pasuk says, Avasa Shamu, when you come to the base of Migdash, Vavasim Shamu, Resechav, and Yedrechav, and Yedrechav, you must bring it. With you, your the, your ailas and your the carbonity bringing to fulfill your nether or your nadava. Same thing if a person dedicated something to Barakabais, to the treasure of the best amigdash, he should bring it the first regal following the nether. The difference between a nether and a nadava is a nether is a personal commitment that a person says, I'm going to do something. And a dove is a person dedicates a specific object and says this thing is going to be a carbon. The reason, because a person shouldn't be lazy about something that he committed to do as a mitzvah. Because just like we know, when it comes to laws of a country, that uh, they're always warned not to waste time or not to procrastinate in fulfilling the law. So for sure when it comes to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that a person has obligated to fulfill their commitments as soon as possible. And even though the Torah doesn't force them to immediately come to Beis Amikdash, so to speak, to bring a carbon, as when they promise to do that, nevertheless, the first regal, which is the occasion when a personal enemy becomes the Beis Amikdash, is Mechoyev to bring the carbonus with him. However, the issue not to delay bringing a carbon and the penalty for Balta Achev, delaying a carbon, the Gemara says, only comes after three regarding the separate mitzvah that. The reason, the halachas of the mitzvah, that the first regal, whichever regal it is, it comes after an edda, that a person is chayv to bring his carbon. Obviously, it only applies in the time when there's a base migdash, because that's when you have the ability to bring carbonus and you have a place to bring them. Today, we're not meant to be maxed something or make it holy because we don't know what to do with it. And it might just be a mixture that people will misuse or be over and me'ila, misappropriation of something which is Kurdish.
Mitzvah Tav Lamed Tes, and that's the Isser, not to bring Karbanas out of the base of Megdash. The Pasuk says, Yishamel Lecha, you won't. Pen, Dailer Eisecha, B'chol Makam Ashatere, if you're going to bring your Karbanas any place you want. And with Tailer Eisecha means to burn them, and it's talking about an Eila. We don't other Karbanas because it says that the Pasuk says, from an Eila, Eisecha, Eisecha, but we have a principle in the Torah, and when you have a whole category of halachas, and the Torah singles out one to teach us an extra din, by the, and gives that as the example, then lo lamed al atzmayotso is not just coming to teach us about itself, and lamed al akalkuloi is given as an example which teaches us in the whole rule, and therefore, out of all the korbanos where a person's mechiv to bring in the base of Megdash, the Torah singles out one to say that we're not allowed to bring it out of the base of Megdash. We apply that rule to all the Karbanas and there's the Isser to bring all Karbanas at the Vesel Mikdash. Mitzvah Taf Mem, and this is the reciprocal Mitzvah, and that is the Mitzvah to bring Karbanas in the Vesel Mikdash. The Pasuk says, Hashem, In the place where Hashem is chosen, that's where you have to bring up your Oilos, which refers to all the other Karbanas as well, that a person's Mitzvah to bring, it has to be specifically in the base of Megdosh. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch when there's a specific place which is miyuchot, is dedicated as a place to bring karbanos, and that's a place where we dive into Hashem. The Hashem is mashpia brachan us through there. Then it's a place where people will have a certain reverence to, and when they come, they'll feel a certain hisalus, a certain connection, and also be a place where people come to, it'll cause them to do tshuva. Whereas if a person could choose any random place he wanted to bring Karbanas, so then it wouldn't have that effect on them. It says the Chinuch is a simple reason when people are older, they'll understand that there's much more depth in the Mitzvah and Torah as well. The, as an aside, this Mitzvah originally was in the Mishkan, they could bring Karbanas. Afterwards, when the Mishkan was established in Shiloh, and only Shiloh was allowed to bring Karbanas, and afterwards, when the Mesa Mikdash was eventually built in Yerushalayim, the only Yerushalayim was a place where it was allowed to bring Karbanas. In between those stages, then there wasn't a Mesa Mikdash or a central Mizbeach to bring Karbanas. There were certain Karbanas people were allowed to bring in other places as well. However, once the Mesa Mikdash was built, so any private altars, which is called a Bama, was thereafter forbidden, and therefore there was no other option to bring Karbanas. This mitzvah applies both to men and to ladies in any place and time, which means if a person, and even today, would bring a carbon out the base of Megdash, he's been revived of this Mitzvah Saseh, and he's over the right Saseh, which was brought previously. Mitzvah Taf Mem Aleph, and that is Lifta Iskachim Shinafel Bay Mum. If a carbon gets a mum, which renders it also to bring in the base of Megdash, one has to be paid it, one has to redeem it, and use the money to buy another carbon in its place. Once the animal's been redeemed, then it loses its Kedusha. The Kedusha transfers itself onto the money, and then a person would be allowed to eat it like he would do with any normal animal. And that's the process. It says, A person can eat it by the Tomei Yotar, just like any other animal. There's no specific restrictions. The reason for the mitzvah explains the Chinuch, it was the Chesed of Hashem, to allow us to Kehanah, from the animal of the carbon, after it has a mum, because even though it was meant to be Kodesh, 
and Hashem's name had rested on it, so to speak, as something which was meant to be used as a carbon. Baruch Hu did a chesed that he wasn't medactic with them, like he didn't draw out the, the strictest of the din, to say that once it's been carved, you can't touch it, even though it has no longer an abuse and the best amigdash because it has a mum. And if we just leave it up to us, then a person might feel that it's improper to redeem and use something which he had intended to bring as a carbon, and therefore that made it a mitzvah that we meant to repay that and then we are allowed to use it. However, the din of being poida, an uh, animal, a kojim, which has a mom, is only when it's still alive. If the animal would die before it was redeemed, it has to be buried. Just like any carbon which dies has to be buried. A person can't get annoyed from them, and one can't be poida them after they died. Because the Pasuk says, Vehemi the ish, we have to make it stand in order to evaluate it. And that's not shaykh once it's no longer alive. And if it was a female animal and it gave birth to a calf or to a lamb, then one would bring the the baby animal in its place. However, if uh, one was poida, the, the mother animal, when it was still pregnant, and office gave birth, so then the vlad, the baby, would have an iser from the condition had before, but one can't poida it now. And therefore, one would have to make the Vlad, the baby animal Kodesh, with the same kind of Kodesh that the mother had. The halacha is, once an animal has been redeemed, one can shecht it in the regular butcher's market and sell it. The only exception is by two carbonus of Bukhar, which is the first one animal in the Maitre, the animal which is one in ten, which was separated as a carbon, that even if they have a mum and can be shechted, but there the Torah says one can't shecht them and sell them in the regular, so to speak, marketplace. And the reason here is because when other karbanus, one redeems them for their money value, and the money value becomes kodesh. When it comes to bechar and maisa, so it's not the value, it's this animal itself, and therefore there's no pidyon. If one has a mum, the kodesh, so to speak, disappears, and one can eat it, but one can't treat it in the, as one does other meat. This mitzvah applies both to men and to ladies on the base of mikdash. Nam is manazeh, we don't makbish animals, and therefore we aren't poida animals either. And even though if a person would be makdish an animal today, it would work and the animal would be kodesh, and uh, but we don't poida the animal today, and uh, we have to just watch the animal until it dies or gets the moon because there's nothing one can do with an animal which is kodesh. Mitzvah tough men base, and that is not to eat my sesheni of grain out of Yerushalayim. The mitzvah my is to bring it to Yerushalayim to eat it. And the Torah says, there's an Isra Lot, I say, not to eat the my sesheni out of Yerushalayim. The Pasuk says, Lotuchal lechol bisharechol, ma'asar degoncho. You're not allowed to eat out of the gates of Yerushalayim, the ma'asar of your grain. And the halach is, that person is eating in front of Hashem, and that's talking about my sesheni which had to be brought up to the base of the Yishnayim and eaten over there. The halacha is, there was only Chayev Malchus on eating it, if it had, it had already come into one's house, because that's when the Chayev of Maise is Chalon it, as well as there has to be at a stage of Gemayim Malacha, it's already finished all the stages it's got to go through 
of preparation to eat in the field. This mitzvah or this issue applies both to men and to ladies, and any time when the chiyav of Maishashani applies. And if a person would eat Maishashani out of Yerushalayim, it would be Chayav Malkus. Mitzvah Tav Mem Gimel, and there is Shalai Lechel Maishashani Shaltirish Chushin Shalayim, just like we spoke about the Maishashani of grain, there's also Maishashani of wine. And the Pasuk says in the continuation of the Pasuk, the Tuchel Lechel Bisharechel, the Maishashani of the Gonchel, we spoke of Tirosh Chuz of your wine. The same mitzvah as before, and the next mitzvah, Tav Mem Dalit, is when it refers to oil. Again, the continuation of the Pasuk, refers to oil. The amount of oil that a person would have to eat in order to be chayev, eating maizah shani out of Yishalayim, is a shir of a kazayis. Even though it's considered a, a liquid, but it's not meant to be drank, it's meant to be eaten. The reason why, even though all these three dinim are brought in one pasuk with one light say, it says one can't eat b'sharecha at his home or out of Yishalayim, the maizah of your grain, your wheat, and your, your oil, and your wine, and it's not considered one lav shebechlaras, which goes in all three, is because the Torah had already specified each one in the mitzvah of bringing Maish Hashem to Yishalayim. It says, Ve'veisim shama, you must bring in front of Hashem, ve'chaldifne Hashem lekecho, ma'asad agon chotirash chavitzorecho. And therefore, we've already specified all of them. If that's the case, the lav should have just said you can't eat any of them in your hometown. And the fact that the Torah specified each one is in order to give each one the lot say if it was eaten out of Yerushalayim. Mitzvah Tzaf Memhei, and that is not to eat a Bechor out of Yerushalayim. The Bechor, which is, doesn't have a mum, is given to the Kohen, and he's meant to bring as a carbon. and therefore the Kohen can't eat out of Yerushalayim, and same thing, a non can can't eat it at all, and therefore the Prophet says, and can't eat in his hometown, Bechor is Bechor Chavatunecho, Bechor of your animals, The Bechor Tam is a carbon, and therefore has to be eaten in Yerushalayim, like all carbonus, which are carbonus, which are called Kachim Kalim. The din of Kachim Kachim is it has to be eaten inside the presence of the Beis Hamikdash. The Kachim Kalim could be eaten anywhere within the walls of Yerushalayim. The din of the Mitzvah is that only a Kohen can eat it. Someone who's not a Kohen is not allowed to eat the Bechor. It's eaten for two days and a night. And if a coin will eat a kazais of Bukhar Ali Vishalaim, it be Chayav Malkus. A mitzvah taf mevav, and that is not to eat kodesh kedoshim out of the Azara. The kodesh kedoshim which are eaten are the chatas and the asham, and they are only eaten by the male kainim, and that's to be eaten within the walls of the Azara. And therefore the Pasuk says, So what hasn't been included in this Pasuk is those korbanus which could be eaten only in the base of Megdash. And the positive comes to add a lota, I say, that if a person would eat them out the base of Megdash, he would be chayev on the slav. Same thing, other kachim kalim, such as the shlomim or a toida, which have to be eaten in the walls of Yishalayim. If a person would eat them outside Yishalayim, he would be also over on the slav. The reason why each korban is to be eaten in the place delineated by the Torah is because there was a kavana to be had when eating a korban, says the chinuch, that the and the Kohenim ate the Banim, achieved Kapara from that. And if people could eat whatever they wanted to, they would lose the focus on the fact that they're eating a carbon. And if they wouldn't have this Kavana in mind. This Isra applies in every place, that even if a person today would be Makdish a carbon, which is not meant to do, and they would eat it uh, today, so besides the Isra of eating Kachim, he would also be the Isra of eating it, 
out of its place. And lastly, the mitzvah of Tafmin Zayin Shalai not to eat the meat of an oila. Right, the reason is because an oila is not eaten at all. The whole thing was meant to be brought on the base on the mizbeach as a carbon to Hashem. And therefore, the pasuk says, you can't eat anything of the nadarim which you make, which is referring to the oila. It doesn't make a difference where one eats it because there's always the Isra to eat the carbon oila. Besides, for the Isra of being nene, benefiting from kachim. This Isra would apply in every place in time, both the men and the ladies. And even if a person today would make a carbon oila, which is also to do, but if it is, it would be over in this love as well. As well as besides being over on the love of Me'ila, which is misappropriating something which belongs to the Basim English. If a person is over Me'ila Bamezi, there's a Machlaikis, if he's high of Misbidah Shemaim, or it's only a Lota, I say. And that would apply here as well.